Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, UK homeowners will need to get used to paying more for their mortgages, with the higher costs potentially triggering a property price fall of up to 5% next year. According to a report from property portal Zoopla, London properties would face the biggest loss of value, with 13 months of capital gains wiped out in this scenario. 13 months! Some UK banks have been even gloomier. Britain's biggest mortgage lender Lloyd's Banking Group predicts a 7.9% fall in house prices next year, or even an 18% crash in values in its worst-case model. Now, UK mortgage rates have been close to peaks last seen in the 2008 fiscal crisis since former Prime Minister Liz Truss roiled markets with a failed economic plan last month. Who can forget that? Now, with Rishi Sunak becoming the third UK Prime Minister in just seven weeks, succeeding Liz trust in her short-lived position. How will housing prices fare? Stuart Leslie, International Sales and Marketing Director from Barrett, London, joins us to tell us more. Hi, Stuart. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So, Stuart, like much of the world, the UK has been facing economic headwinds. Inflation has been at similar levels to the US, energy prices in particular, incredibly worrying. What impact have all of these factors had on the current property landscape there? Of course, so the, the, there is uncertainty across the globe, and, and it's not just in the, um, in, in the housing market, but everywhere. And what we've seen over the last year or so is a continuous interest in London as a uh, home buying market, both for uh, homeowners and also for investors. We we have seen, of course, some uh, instabilities in the lending market. So, of course, the interest rates have been affected, have affected affordability for uh, buyers. But um, we have seen that sort of uh, sentiment of calm return now that Rishi has uh, come into office and many of the lenders have brought back products and and started to lend again uh, in a more productive manner. So we we, we see an underlying supply of property demand across all sectors. However, the most attractive sector at the moment is the affordable housing sector Mm. where people are looking for properties to live um, and work from. Right. So what does all of this spell for international investors, though? So for international investors, of course, whenever there's some uncertainty in the London market, it creates a value opportunity. So whether there is a price correction, and I heard the the predictions from Zoopla and, and the other sources, we have to remember the, remember the fundamentals of the market. So if you take the uh, land registry data over the last 30 or 35 years and you average out the property price increases in London uh, itself, you're looking at an average increase of 9.5% per year average. So although there is a potential decline of up to one year's capital gains, that, that still remains a very fundamentally strong market. And, and that's attracting overseas investors um, particularly from Singapore, but from all over the world, who are looking for the opportunity to get into the London market, perhaps at a slightly discounted level uh, because of the currency fluctuations, but also because of the uh, demand from the domestic market being slightly lower than it was uh, perhaps last year when we had the stamp duty holidays. And, and as you said previously, you know people have got used to uh, paying very historically low interest rates. 
and uh, and that has changed and it does create a sentiment of perhaps we'll wait and see or perhaps we'll you know we'll, we'll delay the move a little bit longer um so that again creates space and opportunity for investors from overseas and that's the, the trend that we're seeing at the moment are there any barriers to entry that novice investors should be aware of absolutely not so of course you know there is a requirement as far as conveyancing to have a, a lawyer based in the UK to, to take care of the transaction. Mm. However, everything else is, is, is as if you were a UK resident. It doesn't have any, um, any bearing on your immigration status, um, but there is no restrictions to investing in property in the UK from overseas. Okay, but the UK is a large country. Which areas would you say international investors should be looking at more closely? That's a great question. So, of course, if it's affordability, um, that's the, the primary question, then perhaps a lower budget, you have to look outside of central London. I always look at the demand both for resale and for rental markets um, in whatever market you're looking for. And if you consider some second tier cities such as Birmingham, Manchester or Liverpool, they do extremely well on the rental returns. However, if you consider the population of one of those cities is simply one borough in London, and you can see the infrastructure improvements that are happening in London, whether it's the Crossrail network or whether it's uh, you know, new infrastructure improvements across the capital, that really drives the capital growth for the properties. And, and, and in essence, that's where most overseas investors really make it, their returns is, is on the capital growth in London rather than the rental returns which pay the bills each month um, across the, the wider market. Mm. Of course, we still have to remember that there have been many negative projections about the real estate sector in the UK. And you mentioned Zoopla, just as I mentioned Zoopla. So how exactly should investors be reading all of those negative projections? I think whenever there's uncertainty, and you mentioned the, the previous prime minister did create a, a turmoil of uncertainty. And mm. we also saw this back in when the Brexit vote was made as well, which was unexpected and, and created uncertainty. People who invested at those times created a great deal of value because the currency was at its at a weak point. And obviously, you know, because of the domestic market not being so active, they were, were able to create uh, more value through uh, negotiation with the home builders as well. So I would urge investors to look at the uncertainty as an opportunity to enter a market. That said, be be aware that this isn't a market that you enter for one year or, or six months. This is a market you should consider for long-term investment. And then the fundamentals really um, play out. And, and you know, the, the historical data is very, very uh, confident that if you invest medium to long term in, in London or indeed in, in the UK, then your returns will be extremely good compared to other capital cities. At this point, Stuart, where are Singaporean investors putting their money in which parts of the UK? So as the UK's largest house builder, we have 480 um, projects live across the UK. Um, and in London, we have 12 projects live at the moment. And certainly uh, recent transactions from Singapore have concentrated on the London market. And I believe that's because, uh, firstly, they're very comfortable with the market and many of their family have either studied or invested in the the London market previously. Mm. But also because of the infrastructure improvements across the capital at the moment, uh, there is a great opportunity for future growth and and through both through infrastructure improvement and also through regeneration of uh, areas as well. So we've been launching um, new projects 
projects in the likes of Bermondsey, um, which is close to London Bridge, one of the most iconic um, uh, landmarks across the world. Um, and you know we're seeing huge interest in those markets, particularly because they see a medium to long-term growth potential in the capital values. We've also got some large projects in West London, so for the likes of the old Nestle factory, um, chocolate factory, which is over 1,200 properties, again creating an opportunity for redevelopment, regeneration of the area. It's on the Crossrail network, so again, a great project for a first-time investor who perhaps is not as experienced at looking at a new project, but something that's already delivering uh, great rental returns and good capital growth. Mm. Let's talk about rental returns specifically. What exactly would you advise in terms of for investors who want a greater rental yield almost immediately? Well, it's a great time because at the moment in London, the time on market for rental properties is extremely low and the demand for rental properties is extremely high. So there are stories across London at the moment of you know when you put a, a rental property onto the market, you can expect multiple applications and even uh, people offering above asking price and paying rent up front in order to secure quality homes. And ultimately, as the UK's largest home builder, our, our, our main value is to deliver good value for money properties that people want to live in. So whereas in the luxury market, perhaps you will achieve uh, anywhere between one and three percent. In, in the more affordable markets, even in London, you can achieve upwards of four and four and a half percent, which obviously still covers the rental, uh, sorry, the uh, interest rates on mortgages, but creates a healthy return for uh, the investor uh, over time. But also, it's really focused on that uh, capital appreciation to, to bolster those investment returns as well. But the, the, the rental market is extremely strong at the moment across the capital. I know it's hard to make accurate projections in times of uncertainty, but give us your best guess outlook for what we can expect in the year ahead and next year. I think as, as Rishi and the, the government brings a sense of calm to the market, what we're seeing is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're seeing lenders return to the market. And I think there's perhaps a more favorable outlook than there was just a few weeks ago. So that, that's very encouraging. And, and when we look at our supply chain and, and our uh, route to market, so new acquisitions of land and new project starts, we're seeing a great deal of opportunity across the capital. So we, we are launching new projects, the likes of uh, New Malden, uh, which is just outside uh, Wimbledon, which is a really iconic development. Um, we're also launching a project in Wembley, again, a very, very internationally recognizable project as well. Um, so, you know, we, we wouldn't be launching these projects if we didn't see confidence in both the local markets and the investor markets as well. So we're very, we're, we're very positive. Um, we, we, we see, of course, a balanced and structured approach to investing across our portfolio, but also for investors as well. Um, and as I say, medium to long term, we're excited about the future for investment in London. Thanks very much for that, Stuart. Stuart Leslie, International Sales and Marketing Director from Barrett, London. Thanks for joining us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.